0: This is Lear FM. 90.3 I am joined, as is my want, at uh, this time every Monday, by the editor of the Northside People, Padraig Conlon. Padraig, uh, good afternoon. Nice to talk to you again.
1: Good afternoon, I Always a pleasure to chat to you as well. Makes uh, the Mondays go by a bit better. Well,
0: it does, and we yeah. usually have a bit of banter and a bit of laugh. Um, tell me... Um, I suppose the local St. Patrick's Day parades will be featuring on this week's edition? Yeah,
1: we, we've, we've info on that. Um, great to see them back. Um, with the, the Swords, Balbriggan, Rush, Blanche, uh, Lusk, Malahide and Skerries all uh, hosting um, parades this year, which I'm sure uh, all local communities will be delighted with that. Um, I said over the last few years they've been a bit thin on the ground uh, due to Covid yeah and and I'd say
0: a lot of the local businesses as well Patrick, because uh, they would have suffered greatly as well you know footfall people coming into the towns and the, the local area like the villages um, and maybe spending a few extra bob in shops and uh, restaurants etc
1: absolutely and um, I suppose the fact that it, uh, it falls on a Friday this year as well is brilliant for, for everyone because we'll, everyone has a day off the next day as well like so hopefully that will that will add add to the numbers uh, attending as well um i, I, I uh, are you going to be in the north side yourself for patrick's day or i surely
0: shall Now, what part of the north side i'll be in is um, questionable i would normally go to um oh, one of my uh, regular haunts by way of a hostelry but i think um i might give that a skip this year because I think it's also Cheltenham Gold Cup day, so that That's could f- right, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're seeing where I'm coming from.
1: Oh, I see, I, I, I see uh, you're your your plan indeed, exactly. Um have you any, any tips now?
0: <laughs> yes. Keep your money in your pocket because you will yeah. never see a bookmaker walking to or from a race course.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's always a good a good few days of entertainment and that as well. Win loser. Or lose, but um, yeah, I'll have a, have a go myself again this year and see what see what how much money I can lose. Well, I'm it's not. really the
0: I think the fun part of it is the, the, the battle between the Irish and the English to see who yeah. comes away with the most winners at the end of the week. Yeah. I think that's 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 what really adds the spice to it. It
1: does absolutely, and we we've suppose we've we've had a good record there over the past few years. Was it last year not so good? But um, yeah, we, we usually usually her up some like so. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we do it again this year.
0: Yeah, I think there was one year that we wiped the board. We won everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Especially then with the rugby coming at the end of the week. So we yeah, could, uh, that's going to be seven f- hundred years of domination could be uh, avenged this week. That's you know. going to be
0: huge. <laughs> that um, that that match because the uh, triple crown and the grand slam is at stake.
1: Yeah, and the fact we've only won what three grand slams in the whole history of the uh, and not, rugby and
0: the a league. surprising thing there. Well of course, this is <coughs> I'm. Dipping me toe into a discussion between Adrian Murphy and Fergus Carroll tomorrow, but we've never won a Grand Slam at home.
1: That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which That's is right. amazing. So this could be, it could be history all over this weekend. Anyway, Patrick, what else is grabbing the headlines?
1: Yeah, so we have uh, more relief stories uh, from my colleague Gary, and um, it's just. Um, Story about an uh, acute need for a women's refuge centre in North County Dublin. Um, story came about. Um, it was Senator Lorraine Clifford Lee who uh, she raised the issue in the Seanad um, recently. Um, I I didn't under, I didn't I couldn't believe that actually that uh, even with the very large population in the county that, that there's no uh, women's refuge. Um, it's kind of done, to be honest with you.
0: Roger, um, could I just ask you yeah, to yeah. Hold, hold the phone a bit closer to yeah. The yeah. your mouth, please, sure, yeah. because uh, you're coming in very low to me yeah. here. Can you hear me there now, yeah? Oh, much, much better.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, so I was, um, I was very surprised t- to learn that the, there is no um, women's refuge in the whole of, of the c- county North uh, North Dublin. Um, Senator Clifford Lee makes the point that, you know, there's been a rise in domestic violence, um, I think violence against women apparently reached record numbers last year. Um, sh- she makes the point that, uh, she says, for women and children who have to flee their homes, um, they need to have somewhere local where they can go and be safe. Um, Labour TV, um, Aidan Reardon also um, also uh, commented on, on this. He, he said, alarm bells, I quote, sh- uh, must be ringing the Department of Justice due to the lack of women's refuge centres. Uh, he made the point that last June uh, the justice minister announced a strategy um, to transform Ireland's approach to protecting um, victims and survivors of domestic violence. But, however, still um, moves haven't been made as regards to bring about a a refuge in North Dublin. Now, in answer to S- Senator Clifford Lee's question, um, Minister uh, Minister Brown did say that. Um, moves were being made um, by the Council to secure a place um, f- for a refuge. Um, apparently, Balbriggan has been identified as a priority area. Um, he said the, the intention is that an additional ninety refuge units will be in primary locations throughout the county will, will be delivered by 20, 2025. So, um, yeah, you, you'd hope that the Department will move quickly now and, uh, and, and make this happen, because that's that's a shocking indictment on the on society, basically, This. There's no, there's no refuge for, for women and children fleeing um, violence at home, um, so we obviously watch that story and I hope it I hope it develops positively. But you know.
0: yeah, it's it's um it's a hard one to to comprehend actually because I mean you're talking about a huge hinterland with an ever growing population like so I mean yes? that is. Uh, that is hard to comprehend, isn't it?
1: it it's very much so. I, I thought, like when I was reading it, that surely there must be a mistake. Like surely there, you know, that, that can't be the case. Like, but apparently so. Yeah. So it, it, it's actually it's shameful to be honest with you. Um, that here we are in this 2023, and this, you know, you know, some, some sometimes uh, some of these stories do take a right way. To be honest. Um, That was one of them. Um, Another one as well that's obviously coming very close to everybody is the government's decision to end the eviction ban.
0: Um,
1: So we had local Sinn Féin TD Paul Donnelly. um, He hit out at his fellow TDs, fellow local TDs. um, He said they they should explain their, quote, shameful decision to end the ban. Um, He made the point, you know, the housing crisis in Dublin West is probably as bad as, as it is anywhere. The area has tea, sorry, the Taoiseach, um, Minister Jack Chambers and Roderick O'Gorman, Children's Ministry, who all hail from from the area. Um, this decision, I know that they've explained it and the Shock said that uh, you know the ban wasn't effective in reducing homelessness. He said, he made the point in it all, that uh, the number of homeless people... Yeah,
0: but that's all very well and fine, Patrick, but as you and I both know, and we talked about this before, it may not have been effective in reducing homelessness, but by removing it will increase homelessness. That is a definite guaranteed fact anyway.
1: Absolutely, I agree with you. Um, I think it was more... And then the last point uh, the Taoiseach made on it was saying that the fear that, you know, the small landlords would all leave the market, and thus there would be less um, housing stock available... For rent or for, for social housing so that was the, the the reasons they gave. But those reasons didn't wash with um, a lot of charities who are working at the coalface of the homeless crisis. And um, Focus Ireland, um, they they disputed the the, the figures by the by the shock. And um, they said over the course of the three bans, a uh, number of homeless people fell twenty percent. Um, I think threshold as well. Yeah, they they questioned um the figures as well. Um, they, they also reiterated the fact that, as you said, uh, the numbers entering homelessness would have been way higher um, if, if the eviction wasn't in place, and um, Simon Community also said it's very worrying. So it is, like we're looking at, they're predicting there could be over 2,000, well it's 2,700 people, um, uh, households f- facing eviction now, um, which is frightening, um, people have nowhere to go, a lot across all um, social classes as well. It's you know it's 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 frightening to be honest with you. And um, I I don't know how we're going to get. It. I I saw there over the weekend they were talking. Was Roger Gorman was Minister Roger Gorman was on the the politics show on RTE saying that, what oh, they're going to roll out two thousand um, extra beds, emergency for emergency accommodation. But that doesn't seem that doesn't seem uh, from what we're hearing that it's going to be enough. So um, yeah, it's frightening times for a lot of people. Um, I suppose the government also made the point that they thought that this would be, you know, sort of kicking the problem down down the road. That it has to be dealt with now. But yeah, a lot of people question that logic. So um, you know, I said Paul Donnelly, um, deputy Paul Donnelly said that you know the housing market in Dublin West is I quote totally unfit for a purpose, and it's ordinary people who are left to to pay the price. Um, well I would
0: imagine so public in fairness like, and I mean I'm not disputing what uh, what uh, T.D. Donnelly says but that's replicated and mirrored all over the place it's not unique it is, to Dublin yeah. 15 I think that's I so. across the board any community you go into the same holds true yeah
1: and it's, it's it's even it's outside Dublin as well there's just you know no no available properties for for people to move to um, it's just I mean, it doesn't fill you with confidence to hear stuff coming out well it doesn't
0: app- and uh, knowing you and uh, I presume a court you are very familiar with from the Skibbereen Eagle you'll be keeping an eye on it from afar so I'd say this is going to get plenty of coverage uh, probably you. in the March April I'd say by the third week in April and going into May, there'll be loads of coverage
1: yeah Not something I'm looking forward to either. Um to be honest with you, you kinda of feel a bit, you know, fearful of, of what's gonna happen because like I reading some of the and hearing some of the some of the cases, like um, you know, we've had people contact us as well. They they don't know what they're gonna do, they generally don't know where to go. Their children are in the local schools, their jobs are close they don't know what they're gonna do. There's nowhere to go. Um, so I have never I've never seen a scenario like this in in this country, like definitely on the last 20 years
0: anyway, so... Yeah, and the uh, problem is that you know, to quote Larkin Sir and uh, Rory Ahern who who have forgotten more about this than we will ever know every move that has been made seems to be tinkering around the edges there's nobody actually grasping the nettle here and getting stuck into it to fix it because, I mean there have been numerous solutions and suggestions put forward to government but they seem wedded to the idea that the private sector are going to solve everything and mm. as the song went one time it ain't necessarily so no exactly but
1: even I was covering these stories 2016, 2017 2018 even up until where the vast tranches of brand new housing stock and apartment blocks were being sold at fire sale prices to foreign investment funds Nobody had the foresight to think. Hold on a second. Like in a few years, we could be looking at a, a housing crisis here. Um, a lot of people did say it at the time. Like the building I live in 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 Tala. Um, I think the whole thing was costs. I think it cost five hundred million to build. It was sold for eighty million in twenty sixteen, and this was raised in the doll four hundred and fifty apartments, brand new. Um, it, this was like absolute madness. Like this was only a few years ago. Um, like you know what would that be worth now all that money has gone out of its own way foreign investment fund so yeah I, I to be honest with you it's just soul destroying the way the housing um, market has uh, just fallen apart in this country and there are people to blame for it but they're going to walk away they'll, they'll never have to answer for it um, they'll keep their pensions and we it's the ordinary people we're going to have to suffer
0: As losses, so. as per usual what else, Patrick?
1: Um, yeah, well, sort of a bit more of a positive story. Um, Dublin City Council has uh, finally agreed uh, to tackle the problem of cars parking on footpaths throughout Dublin. Something that absolutely drives me livid. Um, it seems to have increased um, a lot in the last few years as well. People know, kind of respect for other people, or, say, people who might use wheelchairs, etc. Um, so... This is following a uh, motion tabled by North City Green Party councillor Janet Horna at the latest uh, council meeting. Um, they said, you know, even though there are already punishments there, they're not being uh, they're not being enacted. Um, uh, many wheelchair users we've been contacted as well in the past um, my wheelchair users and that who, who want the law to be um, to be enacted and to be taken more seriously. Um, a lot of her like fellow councillors agreed with her. Um, you know, they spend a lot of money on fixing up uh, footpaths and stuff like that around the city. But then, you know, certain footpath users can't use them because somebody's just too ignorant to uh, park somewhere else and not park on a footpath it, it happens around our workplace here as well quite often, and um, many an angry word is exchanged. I've seen people park up and just walk away, and it's like, "Sorry, do you mind not parking there?" What? Well, you know, it's it's always like how dare you, what are you on about me, et cetera, so that's one I'm glad to see coming in, um, so that's about the, uh, don't want to go too much in, give away too much away of the rest of our stories, um, hopefully uh, we'll have some more more positive stuff to report on next week, but. Uh,
0: excellent stuff, young man, and of course, just to throw back there, Patrick, you did mention uh, wheelchairs, you know, what about people who are visually impaired as well, I mean? uh,
1: Exactly, absolutely, absolutely, it's a, uh, I mean, you see it all over the city. It's not unique to the north side by any stretch of hand And vision. I
0: will tell you another one now that you can add to the list of uh, mutual bugbearers, bearers. And it's one that irks me terribly. I and mean, it really, really, I was going to use a stronger phrase, but it annoys me. It's when I pull into a shopping centre. And usually either side of the front door are three or four bays for people who are driving... Especially uh, adapted uh, vehicles, uh, vehicles which have been adapted for people with disability, and there are cars parked there and they are not supposed to be. Now, if it was me, the minute they get out and lock it, I'd have a tow truck lifting it, gone, and they yeah, wouldn't do it again. Absolutely. It drives me absolutely yeah. demented.
1: Absolutely. I think, like, I'm not. I think since COVID, I think some people have kind of forgotten how to behave in public. Um, I do notice there's kind of a general lack of kind of respect for other people right across the board as regards, not not everyone, but there seems to be quite a rise, and I've noticed myself anyway, um, people just kind of, you know, no consideration for other people. Yeah, I, I've had words of people p- parking up, getting away from a car, and say, do you mind, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for a minute, you know, go away, leave me alone, what are you on about? Yeah, yeah. so... Um, hopefully this uh, leads to, uh, you know, the law being enacted like and actually taken seriously for a change. Because you're saying, yeah, um, pedestrians with, with additional needs, of course, that's absolutely so dangerous as well. Like, you know, you've got to step out into the, the middle of the road to to get where you're going because somebody is too ignorant to, um, and I don't care what you use word, anybody who does that is uh, ignorant in my eyes, so, um, yeah, so that's... Just that's to refer
0: back to the... Uh, a feast day of St. Patrick on Friday will you be spending it in the capital or will you be in Tearconnel?
1: I'm heading for the hills Tony, on a Thursday evening I haven't, haven't been home since Christmas Like so uh, time, I always try and avoid it from January to March because it's so dark and wet and cold but now spring is coming again so trying to head for the hills um, I'll probably try and find a local parade somewhere and have a few
0: pints and uh, chill out. Well, think happy. of me. Think of me when you're doing it, dear boy, and have one on me. And sure, we'll meet up I somewhere along the, line, the line, and we'll have one together yep. before too much longer. We'll In the, the meantime, we will talk hopefully next week uh, yeah. at the same time. Editor of the Northside People, Patrick Condon. Patrick, Cormela uh, mhaighdean go, slán t- uh, Dolly. All the
1: best.
0: This is near FM. <coughs>